1: In two thousand and fourteen, Miss Shelley and her daughters, Michelle and Sandra, sued the County of San Joaquin, Sheriff Steve Moore in his official capacity as Sheriff of San Joaquin County, and Steve Moore individually for the way that the remains of Joanne Hobson were handled. They asked for damages due to negligence and emotional distress. The background to the case was as follows, quoted from casetext.com. Joanne Hobson went missing at the age of 15 in 1985 and it was suspected she was the murder victim of Lauren Herzog and Wesley Shermantine, commonly referred to as the Speed Freak Killers. In 2012, the San Joaquin Sheriff's Department received information from shermantine that Hobson's body, along with the bodies of other victims, was located at the bottom of an abandoned well. The Sheriff's Department proceeded to the well site to exhume the bodies. Plaintiffs alleged defendants ordered the well to be rapidly turned up with a backhoe. Defendants ordered the digging with the backhoe to continue after bones were discovered. Thereafter, in the presence of Joan Shelley, with and with invited television and news organizations observing, defendants caused the skeletal remains of Joanne Hobson to be chewed up, pulverized, destroyed, crushed, and co-mingled with other unknown murder victims. Moreover, plaintiffs alleged defendants held the skeletal remains of Joanne Hobson and would not release them to the plaintiff for burial or disposal until several months later when defendants turned over the chopped up and purported remains of Joanne Hobson by sending them to the mortuary for cremation. Out of concern that the remains might not be those of her daughter, plaintiff Joan Shelley had the remains photographed and evaluated by Eric Bartolink, PhD professor of forensic anthropology at Chico State University. Dr. Bartolink's review revealed that at least three and perhaps more individuals were contained in the body bag of bones, defendants had released for cremation at least one of these bones was identified by dna evidence as belonging to kimberly billy and not to joanne hobson further the forensic evaluation documented that not all of joanne's remains were turned over which led plaintiffs to believe that within the remains that defendants passed off as belonging to kimberly billy are the remains of plaintiff's daughter and sister joanne hobson joanne hobson's mother and sisters collectively plaintiffs assert state law claims for negligence and emotional distress and assert defendants deprived plaintiffs of their constitutional property rights in joanne hobson's remains
2: marty carlson and frank aldo both who have contributed to this podcast summarized the key points of the case on their blogs we will be using publicly available documents from this case to explain what happened. Here are the key points of the case. Point one. As you know, the remains of Joanne Hobson were not recovered until 2012. However, there was evidence from the statements that were used by the defense in the depositions during Miss Shelley's trial that in fact, as early as 2004, the San Joaquin County Sheriff's Office had information that could have led to the recovery of the victims. Despite this critical information being passed through the sheriff's office, no follow-up was ever done. So, Miss Shelley had to wait another eight years before her daughter's remains were discovered. Point two. In 2010, the San Joaquin County Sheriff was given information by Teen himself including some of the earlier maps that clearly showed the Linden Well location, known as Lawrence Boneyard, where Joanne Hobson was later found. In her deposition, Chandra Bassett said that herself and a DA went out to try and find the location. They briefly spoke to the property owner on the phone, then went out and visited the site to ask him about the well. The owner said he had filled the well in not long after he moved onto the property in the early 1980s. She said, We confirmed that he had purchased the property in 1982 before Joanne Hobson disappeared and decided it was unlikely that there was anyone buried in it. This was not followed up any further and no checks were done on the actual date that he filled in the well. Point three. On September 10, 2010, an email was received by Casey Leonard in the Department of Justice to Officer Chandra Bassett of San Joaquin County, indicating that the sheriff's office had requested that several cold cases should be canceled from the system. These cancellations occurred three days after the San Joaquin County Sheriff was provided a letter from Wesley Shermantine revealing the locations of uncovered murder victims. That were consistent with previous statements letters and interviews the cancellations included joanne hobson kimberly Ann billy who was later found in the well with joanne philip martin one of our missing people cases and tracy melton another of our missing people cases when questioned about why records had been canceled sheriff steve moore said he was not aware of this and had not instigated it. For the depositions, we do not have the actual audio, so we will be using voice actors after Wendy and I ask the question. Question. It says here, or at least it references in this email from the Department of Justice, that Joanne Hobson's case was cancelled. I don't know if that's a term or a way that you understand a missing person case could be dealt with? Not to my knowledge. Have you ever heard of your department canceling missing person cases? Missing persons can be adjudicated through parties
3: returning. They can be adjudicated because they have located or the party has contacted us. That's missing and indicating that type of situation. I'm unfamiliar with the use of your term
2: cancel when it comes to missing persons cases. And other than some form of resolution or adjudication, where you, either you, finding the missing person in some other way, whether they contact you, you find their remains, or you find them alive, you know one of those things, is there any way, normally, that you understand that a missing person's case would ever be closed or terminated? In this case, cancelled?
3: Well, I've given you the circumstances that I'm aware of. So I said if it was under those auspices, then they would be closed out. But other than that, I'm not familiar with it.
4: Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant.
2: she said that they didn't ask for the files to be cancelled altogether, just that they should be moved from the San Joaquin Sheriff's Office to the Department of Justice.
1: Point four. In 2012, the San Joaquin County Sheriff was again given information about the location of the victims, and until he came under public pressure in February 2012, it was again ignored. At this point, he claimed no prior knowledge of the potential Linden well site. However, as we heard in previous episodes, Miss Shelley and her daughter, Michelle, were contacted before the dig started by Chandra Bassett, telling them that Joanne was in the well. How could she possibly have known this if the Sheriff's Office had no prior knowledge? Point five. On the 8th of February 2012, Chandra Bassett, again spoke to the homeowner at the Linden well site and got permission to dig the well on his property. When she visited, his son was there and after some discussion about life events, etc., it was concluded that the well could easily have been covered in after Joanne went missing. So, San Joaquin County Public Works started to clear the site of stakes, barbed wire and surface dirt. At this stage, no strategy was discussed with the foreman as to how they would deal with the excavation what would happen if they came across human remains and how this should be conducted as a forensic dig. In fact, it would appear that no site inspection or evacuation plan was ever considered. Per Chandra's deposition. Question. Did you, at that point, consider contacting anyone to talk about how to do this as a forensic dig? No. Had you ever been involved prior to this in doing a dig of a well where potentially there were human remains that you were looking for? No. Did you talk to anybody or ask for any advice or suggestions from other agencies about how to do this?
5: Not prior to doing it, no.
1: And then further on. Question. And who made the decision on the 8th to commence digging and how it was to be done?
5: I don't know who made the decision to allow us to do it. That was above my chain of command. I was just told to go ahead and do it. Someone else higher than my rank made arrangements with Public Works to meet me out there so that we could use their equipment.
2: So as we know, the heavy equipment was used to dig the well. Sheriff Steve Moore said that he visited the site only once and that was after the dig that he had completed. Here's another deposition. If you recall, were you requested to come to the site on that one occasion for a specific purpose? Or was this more on your own? You were just checking to see how things were going? No. No, I was not requested, And it was once the well had been fully excavated. I had purposely
3: stayed away from the site, simply because I go out to the site, I attract media attention. And I think that would take away from the investigative process. And I didn't want my staff
2: hampered with that. Later on, Sheriff Moore was asked, Were you advised that while in process of digging this well, that at some point the digging had reached an area that appeared to be where human remains existed, and that digging had, for the moment, stopped? Yes, sir. Were you involved in that decision at all, as to how to proceed once human remains have been found, and to further recover the human remains that were there? As I recall, I was at a state sheriff's board meeting out of the country. And I
3: believe, as I recall, I received information from Assistant Sheriff Ruben Orozco that the efforts on the excavation had reached what we believed were human remains. And at that point, he advised that we had contacted the Department of Justice to have them come out to further advise us as to what would be the best procedure to follow in finishing the excavation of that well.
1: The Department of Justice was contacted and Jill Spriggs, a criminal supervisor, was sent to the well site. This is part of her deposition. In February 2012, you were employed as the Bureau Chief for the State of California. Yes. At some point, were you made aware of recovery efforts at the Linden Well site by the San Joaquin County Sheriff's Department? Yes. When I say the Linden Well site... Do you have an understanding that that occurred on flood road in linden california yes how were you first notified that there was a recovery effort at the linden well site
5: i believe i was notified through the laboratory director john yoshida that there was going to be a meeting with the sheriff's office and i attended that meeting do you recall when that occurred i don't recall
1: after some confusion over what was actually being asked the question was rephrased In February 2012, there was a recovery effort wherein multiple bodies were located in an abandoned well in Linden, California. Is that correct? That's correct. Do you understand that to be true? Yes. Did you have a meeting with Mr. Yoshida prior to the recovery of these
5: bodies? Yes, but can I go back one minute? Sure. I knew there was a place where they were going to dig... I did not know there were bodies there until after they started digging. But yes, I was contacted. I believe back then by Laboratory Director John Yoshida. What did Mr. Yoshida tell you when he first contacted you? I don't remember. All I remember was there was going to be a meeting with the Sheriff's Office. There was a meeting with Sheriff personnel? That's what I remember, yes. It occurred at the San Joaquin County Sheriff's Office. yes. Do you recall who was present? I recall that the sheriff was present. The sheriff, the undersheriff, the PIO, and a detective named Chandra. And I don't recall her last name. Was there an agenda or some type of outline for what was to be discussed at the meeting? Not that I remember. Who conducted the meeting? The sheriff. What was discussed during the meeting? That there had been a sighting or that they were going to start digging on this Linden property and they wanted our help.
1: Later on, Jilly Spriggs was asked,
5: at the time of this meeting, did the Department of Justice offer any help? Yes, we offered to assist them with anything that they needed, such as sifting through the bones, sifting through the dirt for any bones, any type of evidence that might be found. Did you offer any suggestion on how the approach to the recovery should be
1: undertaken? Not that I recall. She was then asked, did you ever visit the site? Yes. On how many occasions?
5: One time. When you visited the site on that occasion, what type of activity was going on? There was no longer any activity going on. They were actually just getting ready to close up the site. And I told them that I wanted to walk down into the hole because it was so deep. I wanted to get a feel for how deep it was. So you were able to walk down? As far as I could, yes.
2: As you can see, just from the small snippets that we have included, There were discrepancies between the reports of the sheriff's office and the Department of Justice. San Joaquin County Sheriff Steve Moore denies knowing anything about possible human remains being in the well prior to being found. Yet he had a meeting with the Department of Justice prior to the dig. During his deposition, Ruben Orsko was asked... Do you recall having any discussion while the excavation and the digging was going on, that the way the bodies were being recovered was going to result in commingling and potentially destruction of evidence? Yes. And was that a discussion you had with M.L. Jones? I don't recall if it was M.L. Jones with the lieutenant or Captain Ho. Did you follow that discussion with whoever it was? Did you also send the report and discuss that with Sheriff Moore? Everything that was occurring, as far as updates, I would discuss with Moore, or at least update him with the information. Did you have any knowledge of or information about the forensic anthropologist, Tsar Antonio Miller, was ultimately having difficulty identifying which bones may have gone, so at least some of the small fragments of the bones may have gone to which of the individual victims? Were you ever made aware of that? I was aware that there was a small portion of fragments that went back to her as far as tried to identify them. Were you made aware that she had ultimately just sort of took the remaining bones out that she couldn't identify directly and sort of just divided them among the three victims to spread them out, so to say, so that she didn't have any remaining bones? I'm not sure what her process was.
3: What I was advised of is that she was able to identify the remaining bones to each particular victim.
2: San Joaquin County Sheriff Steve Moore denies knowing what was happening day to day with the dig. Yet Ruben Orsko, Assistant Sheriff, said he called Sheriff Moore with daily updates and kept him involved every step of the way.
4: Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop.
0: The
1: summary of conclusions states the following. One, the San Joaquin Sheriff developed information in 2004 which could lead to recovery of the victims from a detective's interview but did not follow it up. Two, the San Joaquin Sheriff was provided information from Wesley Shermantine himself in 2010, including maps that detailed out the location at the Linden Well. They disregarded the information and cancelled missing persons records including Joanne Hobson's on September the 10th, 2010. Three, the San Joaquin Sheriff was again provided information in 2012 and initially stopped any efforts to locate victims, but due to public pressure, followed up in February 2012. Four, the San Joaquin Sheriff claimed to have no prior knowledge of the Linden Wells site, but knew exactly which victim's family to bring to the site. The fact that he knew which family to bring to a specific site indicates that they had detailed information contrary to what they state. Five, in all the time that they had information about the Linden Wells site, the San Joaquin Sheriff sought no information, researched no information and ignored all assets available in the state and nationwide, including the FBI and ignored and excluded their own expert forensic pathologist. Six. When faced with conducting the recovery, the San Joaquin Department of Public Works superintendent advised the soil was extremely stable, which would have enabled skilled forensic workers to recover the victims. Jill Spriggs and a co-worker actually entered the site. Seven. Seven. The San Joaquin County Sheriff used a heavy excavator to dig the filled-in well, and when faced with the fact that victims were in the well, they made the shocking and callous choice to dig through the victims with the excavator, causing shock and emotional harm to the victims and witnesses. 8. While reporting victims' items located below 35 feet preventing forensic processing, it is apparent from pictures taken by the California Department of Justice personnel that victim items were encountered at a shallow depth and therefore demonstrating the availability of forensic processing to the Well site. Nine, San Joaquin County Sheriff Steve Moore testified that he made no decisions and did not have information about the recovery. Yet his assistant, Ruben Orozco, testified that he briefed Moore frequently on a daily basis about all events related to the recovery it is believed that the san joaquin county sheriff made the foundational decisions that led to the callous indifferent and utter destruction of the linden well site 10 the san joaquin county sheriff used an anthropologist that was not a forensic pathologist the anthropologist based her findings on dna and dental identifications and caused rampant commingling of the victim's remains. 11. Chanda Bassett eventually made three piles of bones to reflect the suspected number of victims recovered from the well and considered the cremation as indignant, the third identified victims and her fetus. 12. The San Joaquin County Sheriff tried to influence victims' families to cremate returned remains, thereby destroying evidence of the co-mingling. 13. On September 10, 2010, the San Joaquin County Sheriff cancelled several missing people's records in the National Crime Information Center and the California Law Enforcement Teletype System, including the record of Joanne Hobson. 14. It is possible the third unidentified victim from the Linden Well cannot be identified because her missing persons record was cancelled. 15. The cancellations occurred three days after the San Joaquin Sheriff received information from Wesley Shermantine providing details as to unrecovered victim locations. 16. Chanda Bassett is unable to locate many missing people's records, after receiving inquiries from families.
2: After a very long four-year legal battle, numerous depositions, and many, many hours in court, there was finally a verdict. San Joaquin Sheriff, Steve Moore, was found careless and harmful by the district court for using heavy equipment to dig up the remains of Joanne Hobson. In September 2018, Miss Shelley agreed to a settlement figure with San Joaquin County for the way that her daughter's remains were handled. So, were Miss Shelley, Michelle, and Sandra pleased with the verdict? Well, of course it was bittersweet for them. Nothing was going to bring Joanne back, but they felt that they had fought for her and her dignity right to the end. Wendy and I would like to thank Aaron Nicholas from the Devil We Know podcast and Sammy Taylor for lending their voice for this episode.